All right, we're back in the closet, people. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do some podcasting. Are we on? The red lights on over there? I've, yeah, that's. I've got. I've got this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We are on. We're up and running. In the closet. Last week was terrible for our podcasting. Last week was the crappiest week. It was very bad from a podcasting standpoint. From and an all-over standpoint. many other standpoints. <laughs> but anyway, we're back. We're on track We now. made it back. And we're picking up where Surprisingly, we left. Surprisingly, we made it back. But no, I'm just kidding. Picking up where we left off a few weeks ago with what's this list again? Oh, this is uh, 36. Let me just read it to y'all. 36 questions that lead to love. Fall in love with an absolute stranger, research, research says. Um, and we did the first 12... Right. And I can't remember what episode it was. I don't even remember. But it's the 36 questions that lead to love. Look for that one. It's just a few back from this one. So yeah. It's not many back. Not many back. Maybe so two or three. So we're picking up where we left off. We're starting with the, the next set of questions. So we've done 12. We're going to the second set of 12. Then there will be a third set of 12. And then you will be able to just meet some random person on the side of the street. And if they agree to answer these questions and you agree to answer these questions, then you will fall in love and be happily ever after. All right. Well, let's go. That's just how it works, people. Okay, here we go. Let's start with this first one. Supposedly to, supposedly to get hold of a crystal ball and know how to use it. This is question is weird. That's a question? No, no, it's not. I'm not done. Basically, it's saying if you, could, if you could get your hands on a crystal ball... And you knew how to use it, which is too much. Just say, I'm so confused. Can if, I read it? Because I if, I'm no, lost. because it's going to make not make I, sense. I'm going to read it out loud. I'm going to get it to you. I'm going to I'm going to translate. This. We'll it's do saying, it then. If you had a crystal ball, what would you like to know from it about your future, comma your life, or one truth about yourself? About my future. If I had a crystal ball, I want to know: Am I ever, ever? Gonna live at the beach. That's about my future. What was the other one? Your life. That's stupid. It's the same thing. Right. And then this last one's kind of stupid, too. It says one truth about yourself. A truth about myself? Like, I don't know what that means. Does that mean a future truth about yourself? Because you just ask about the future. I mean, if you had a crystal ball, you're going to ask about something in the future. A truth about yourself is something... Don't I know the truths about myself? Yes. Like, no one else knows the truth. I see what these questions are doing, though. Because now, if I'm dating you, or if I'm talking to you, here in a few weeks, I'm going to be, like, in love with beaches, and us living our dream life there. Yes. Right? And then you're going to be like, oh, you like beaches, too. You're my guy. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, yeah, I'm always planning on moving to the beach. I just never had anybody to move there with. Oh, wow. You know? So, so what about you? What would you want to know about your future? Let's forget the truth about yourself. Because, I mean... Yeah, forget that. What would I want to know about my future? I would want to know if I ever, ever get to walk into Kroger or Target and just get... Just walk through and grab everything I need and want and just walk out and pay for it and not even think. Now I have to check my balance. So not, you, you want to know if you're ever going to have enough money. I'm going to want to know if I'm going to have enough money just to live and not go, uh... Remember a long time ago when we had this kind of question? It was kind of like this question, like, 
if you had any wishes and a genie in a bottle and had wishes and I, and I wish that I would be able to go in and get what I want and just put my hand in my pocket and pull out the exact change to buy it. Yes, whatever it is. That's true. Whether yeah. it's a loaf of bread and a, and a thing of milk or whether it's like patio furniture. And yeah. And what I mean is like, I want to go in and say, okay, I have a list, right? I'm like, I'm coming home and it's like, you got to get this list of stuff. But I see, you know, some nice glasses or coffee mugs that I just freaking throw them in the cart. And then yeah. I, I'm walking down and I see, eh, you know what? I'm going to go over to electronics and I see like a, you want to be a able to stereo I want, and I've always wanted. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna get it. You want to be able to impulse buy. I want to impulse buy, and I want to be financially independent. Okay. So I like that. That's that's. So you want to know if that's ever gonna happen? I want to know if that's ever gonna happen. All right. And the, the answer so, would probably be yeah when all your kids are gone. A crystal ball is quite different than a genie. A crystal ball just shows you, but it can't change it. A, a genie in a bottle grants you wishes. I feel like it'd be a big X. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> All right, number two. Why haven't you done something that you have always dreamed of doing? Hmm. Well, for me, it's... What have I always dreamed of? Time, money, the ability to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've wanted to... You know, gosh, there's a lot of things I want to do. I, I can't just do J-Lo. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know they were talking about that. <laughs> oh, sorry, me neither. That's really not going to go well on a date, I'm just saying. Good Remember, point. we're, Good like, point. trying to fall that. in love. I forgot about that. We're trying to fall in love. Yeah, so, see, if we're trying to fall in love, bringing up another woman, even if it is J-Lo, and even if I get it. It's not going to work well for you Right. Me. Right. Mine is just like, I, I want to travel, I want to yes. be able to do things like that, and you know, I can't because I have kids, I have this job, and you know, I don't have enough money to do that. Yeah, that's, I like that, because yeah. that's what I'd like to do. Travel as well? You're I just saying that because you're trying to fall in love with me. I love to travel. Uh-huh. I want to travel all over the place. Right. I actually do, but I, I, think, you, I think you do too. Yeah, you know what, I do. So, what was your answer? We're not really? trying to fall in love. We already know each other. I know, but what pretiest pretest role play? This is let's for pretend, strangers. Let's, let's pretend, Ooh, you want to play like we're strangers? Pretend tonight? like we're strangers. Hey, I like it. Let's do it. <laughs> well, how would you answer that question? Um, what's your name again? Oh, Hefe. <laughs> what's your name again? That's great. That's wonderful. We're role playing. Right. Uh, why haven't I done something I want to do? Fear. Fear. Ooh. Fear. I like that. That's honesty. Yeah. Fear of failure? Um, basically, at the end, yeah, fear of failure. I think it's fear of not being able to just do it to succeed well enough to... to, to, to make an income? To make the income to support my lifestyle. What's your lifestyle, sir? My lifestyle is I have four kids... Wait, whoa, whoa, this is yeah. the first date. Well, you, you asked. Wait, you have four kids? That I love dearly. How are you going to have time to date me if you have four kids? Oh, they're, they're older. They're older. One's in college. The sure? other ones don't even want to be around One's me. in college? You're that old? Yes. Oh, I was going for something much younger. So this date Look, is... You don't, um, well, don't want to do that. I've already established that you really don't have a lot of money and <laughs> you have four kids. So that and, you're, and one's in college and so it's older... 
Um, next. No, I'm just kidding. That's about how it would go. It'd be like, well, this guy doesn't have much money. I'm just kidding. He has four kids and divorce. He's giving up all his money to his ex. I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. No. No, but that's true. I mean, fear. I get that of not being able to, to make it. Because I, I know, out of role play, role play timeout. I know what you're talking about. And you know what? I don't think it's failure now. Because when I was younger, like when we were talking to Michael last night, for younger people, they can do it. Like I was telling him, you can do it. Yeah. You can do whatever you want, man. You don't have kids. You don't have a wife. You don't have... And, you're, and they're just... It's fear. For me, it's not fear. If I didn't have all of this, I wouldn't care to live in a cracker box. If right. I was chasing my dream. Right. Right? It's the people that get that before they get all this. Yeah. It's the people that are like, I don't care. I don't have to attain what the status quo is. But then you get to my age, you're like, this is what I would love to do. And this is what I'd wake up loving to do. Right. But I can't because I've got freaking responsibilities. Right. You know? I do know. And it's just the way it is. Right. All right, next question. Three. Back. Wait, we're back into... Falling in love as strangers. Role play, time in. Let's go. Yes. Time in. Do you remember doing that when you were younger? Time out, time in. Yes, I okay. do. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was me. Go ahead. What, according to you, is the greatest achievement of your life? What, according to me, is the greatest achievement in my life? Ooh. Having kids, probably. I mean, that's the greatest achievement, but that's kind of a cliche answer. I'm going to answer it another way. Probably starting, probably having a passion to have my own fitness business and actually stepping foot out there and doing it. That is a big, that is a big accomplishment. So what's your biggest accomplishment? My biggest accomplishment? Mm -hmm. uh, Thus far. Thus far, my biggest accomplishment, let me think here, what would that be? I can't be cliche and say what it really is, and that is landing an amazing, beautiful, oh my intelligent, gosh. funny woman funny. as yourself. <laughs> Remember, because we're role-playing and you haven't landed me yet, so you're predetermining that you're landing me. You're Dang over it. arrogant. Date over. Next. Gosh, Jeff, you would be horrible at this. <laughs> I am a terrible dater. <laughs> I'm a terrible dater. It's because it's you. Give me somebody else and I can date them. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's you. I, it, I can date you, but I know you. Right. Um, no, for real. Don't be cliche. What's your greatest achievement? Um. Listen, if we're on a first date and you don't even ha- you haven't achieved anything, I'm out. My greatest achievement would be that I'm I'm. Wow. I'm a baller. I'm a big time baller. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> my phone's ringing. I've got to take this. This is my sister. My uncle's Hello? dying. Oh, no. What? Right now? <laughs> oh, I'll be right there. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I don't know. If we're having these deep conversations on a first date, and I'm like, what's your biggest achievement? And you're like, uh. I didn't know I had to uh, answer it. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Uh, let me think. Um, then I'd be like, oh my, has he achieved anything yet? Or is the best yet to come? Yeah. Because we're role playing here. True, but I didn't realize that. We just, we said that a minute ago. I know, but I thought we were kind of joking around. No, I want to really do. a lot of pressure to to answer correctly. And I don't know. There's not a correct answer. I just need an answer. Is it a duh? Every time I've answered (laughs) something, you broke up with me. (laughs) I know, right? Gosh, I'm mean. You are mean. It's. I'm a tough one. You are. So, next question. <laughs> he still didn't answer. 
What is your... Huh? <laughs> I don't even get this one. Number four. What is friendship to you? I get it now. Okay. I, was, I, read, I read it the wrong way. What is friendship to you? Gosh, these are just groomed. What is friendship to it's me? Groomed to know I how to treat know, you right? And how to have the opinion of yours. It is. So that... So that person can be the, oh my gosh, this person gets me. I know he blatantly asked me 36 questions so he could fall in love with me quickly. Um, but my idea. Well, you don't know because you don't ask these questions all at once. No, that's true. You what, ask them over three or six months. See, these people are smart. What, um, could you, I'm sorry, could you say it one more time? I was posting something. What is friendship to you? Friendship is someone who is there no matter what, no matter what time of the day that you can trust to tell your deepest, darkest secrets to that won't run off and tell the world. And you can tell who that person is because that person doesn't talk about other people to you. Mm-hmm. And that person will do anything in their highest power to make you laugh, to make you happy, and to give you attention and make time for you. Oh, you're a demanding friend. But I'm a good friend, too. And here's the thing. That friends are few and far between. You can have a lot of acquaintances, I think, in life. People who like, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, you know. But a true friend, I think I have. Let me think about this for real. I mean, I'm being for legit real. I think I have one, two, maybe four true diehard friends. You're doing great. I am. No, seriously. They've always, they always I really do. I feel like I have like four. If you can count, if you can count. Your real friends, and there's more. You have to use two hands. There's very few people that can do that. Yeah. It's hard to find that I many agree friends that, that, that are that loyal and that genuine, and that's really care about you more than themselves. There's only, I mean, okay, we're doing um, role play timeout. In all reality, I wasn't role playing ever. I was like trying to answer. Them. I, what, I thought we were role-playing. Okay. You agreed you to that. You have to later, too, then. You agreed to that earlier in the podcast. But for real, time out. I'll, obviously, you're my you're my the, the only person in the entire universe that I feel comfortable telling my Certain deepest, darkest, yeah. deepest, deepest, darkest secrets. But there is probably one, definitely other, and maybe another that I, I've, that I 100% trust without ever being judged ever being looked at it in a negative way and I don't care how bad it is and it's not even someone who's related to me by blood you would think oh it must be somebody it must be a family yeah, member a brother it's or, not yeah. but they're like a family but they're not so you know what I'm saying that's a friend that's a true friend to me what about you role play time in you took all the answer I mean that's exactly what I think a friend is is it there's nothing more Honest. I mean is there any other like no. characteristic that a friend is someone that you know. That, that a friend is someone that you might not even know they're really that great of a friend until you go through a hard time. Ooh, see, that's something different. That's good. So all of a sudden you go through a hard time, and you don't even, before you might even say, I would never tell this friend this. Right. I would never, I'm not close enough, I wouldn't want to tell this person this. But in your, in a very difficult time, for some reason, they're the one that comes to your mind, and you know without a shadow of a doubt this yeah. person you can trust. This person is only, is going to be focused on you, and it's it's weird. You know what I mean? Because I've had that experience. I have something else to add to a true friend. A true friend will check up on you after you've sh- okay. So say you've gone through a hard time and you've <laughs> confided in this friend for days upon days. They continue to check on you and hold you accountable for for what right. you've asked them to. 
You know what I mean? Because a lot of right, times, you just, know, I've yeah. done, I've done this. I've listened, and which prompts me to check in with somebody right now. I have gone and listened to a friend, listened to heartaches, listened to troubles, and then been there all 100% there. But then when I leave, I get wrapped up into my world again, and I forget to double back and check in. I'm going to do that right now. Yeah, no, I agree. And that's that's one thing that's huge is when somebody, it, and it makes you, it gives you confidence that you're not alone. Yes. Exactly. It's, it's just, it's great. And it's great to have those friends outside of a, you know, like you said, we have a fantastic friendship, the best of the best. We tell each other everything. Right. And we talk about everything, which is very rare for a marriage, you know, because some of the things we talk about aren't very comfortable at all. They're, they're extremely uncomfortable. But you still need someone outside of your marriage. Right. That you can oh, confide you, in. That's not 100%. That's not going to threaten your marriage. And right. I don't mean, in a, like, going to steal you. I'm talking about. That's, that knows the level that we have, like, and, and they're not going to interfere with that in any way. They're not going to negatively impact it. Right. Even when they have opportunity to, even when they have an opportunity to jump in and say, mm-hmm. you know, whatever they want negatively about the situation, they're, they're on your side, Agreed. meaning yeah. that they're there to help you grow in a positive way. They may be on your side, but they also may call you out on your bull crap. Because yes. my friend, and, and it is an, another good point of, of having a friend, a, a good friend outside of your um, relationship with your spouse or your significant other, is that sometimes your significant other hesitates to call you out on your bullcrap because you have to live with this person. You're going to get the brunt of everything. If you have somebody outside of the relationship, you can meet over coffee. It happened to me. Chaz has done it to me a million times. He's calling me out on my bullcrap. But guess what? He doesn't have to go home with me. He can call me out. I can get mad at him if I want, and he gets to go on his merry way, knowing I'll be fine when I cool down and I realize that either he's right or I'll say, we're going to agree to disagree. And we did have have it out one time, and we just still to this day agree to disagree on it. But I don't have to live with him. He doesn't have to live with me. We go on. But if you call me out on the same issue, I'm going to rant and rave, and and you're going to get it all from me. And then we got to go to bed. You know what I'm saying? So I think that is very important to have someone outside of your home that you have to go home with to be able to call you out on your bull crap. Plus, your spouse might not even see it because they live with you. Right. So, anyway. It's true. It's a good question. It is. All right. Hang on. Man, I need my nails done. I'm getting my nails done tomorrow. Which is that memory till date that you'll treasure until your last breath? Oh, gosh. Um, that I'll treasure. So it's a good memory. They're good memories. Yeah, we're um, not talking bad memories. Right. We're talking about something you're going to, you're going to like, the, the, when, you know, you're going to, in bad time, later in life, you'll still draw this up and you'll be like, oh, that was a great memory. Treasure. Um, gosh, there's so many. Because there's, the next one's the opposite, basically. There's so many. I have so many memories I would treasure. And I am going to be cliche here. Each time I had a child, mm-hmm. um, the day we adopted Kaylee, mm-hmm. uh, the day that you started flirting with me mm-hmm. back in the ninth grade, and I realized that I really liked you. I mean, there's so many good memories. And there's just memories that are random that that I can think of that I would cherish forever. Like... Both times Maddie surprised me for my birthday. Yeah. Like once she did a few years ago in the gym, I had no idea she was coming in this past. Just little things like that. You know, random hugs from my kid. I don't know. There's so many. 
that I would cherish. Do I have to pick one? No, I'm I'm oh. the same way. I can think of a ton of memories. Like I, I don't I don't know how you could narrow it down to just a couple. Right. So I, I'm gonna just say there's more than I can think of when it comes to my kids, when it comes to you, when it comes to my brothers, sister, my parents. You know, there's yeah. all kinds of memories that I would cherish forever. Do you know if there's one memory that I think of often, and you're going to be surprised by this because it involves you. Great. No, it's no, it's a good memory. Cool. And it's funny. I'm going to share the story. So, um, story time. So, we were on a cruise. Do you know what memory I'm already going to talk about? I don't know yet. I'm going to let you keep talking. Okay. We were on a cruise, the only cruise we've ever been on. Yes. And Maddie was little. Um, she stayed with my mom. And before we went on the cruise, um, I suspected that I may be pregnant. I thought... I might be pregnant, and I'm supposed to start my period on this cruise, and I'm so, like, on schedule that if I don't start on this particular day, I will know almost for certain that I'm pregnant. So I'm going to go ahead and take a pregnancy test with me. Right. Right? In my bag. I did not know any of this at the time. You didn't know that I... You didn't know that I thought I might be pregnant? Maybe I did. I feel like you did. I, you didn't know my, with Nate. That's right. That's, that's right, another that's story. Right. That's right. Um, so... It's the day that I'm supposed to start, and we go snorkeling at, at Cozumel. Did we Cozumel. go to Cozumel or yeah, Cancun? Yeah, yeah. Cozumel? It was Cozumel, wasn't it? Was it was Cozumel. Yeah. Okay, so Jeff tries to talk me into going snorkeling. Well, I don't want to go snorkeling because I don't like things swimming around me. I don't like swimming with creatures, but I decided to try it. I get in right away, cut my toe on some coral or whatever it was. I was like, I'm out. I'm done. Bye. So I went, sat outside the thing, but I had been in the salt water. Well, it was time to go back to the ship. I hadn't started. I was like, what the heck? It was Thanksgiving Day, wasn't it? Yeah. It was Thanksgiving Day. I hadn't started, so I said, before I get in the shower, we hadn't left port from Cozumel. Before I get in the shower, let me go ahead and take this pregnancy test. Stupid. Um, pro tip. If you take a pregnancy test and you've been in salt water, shower that stuff out first because the salt water damages the pregnancy test. Right. Because I peed on it, and I guess the salt water made it. It just was acting in ways that it shouldn't act. It's like this. I've damaged it. Right. It's damaged. I only had a one pack. Back in the day, they only came in one packs. They didn't come in three packs because people are so crazy that they think one pregnancy test is enough, so you got to take multiple. Now they give you like a three pack. Anyway, I'm like, Jeff, you've got to go get another pregnancy test because I'm I, when I want to know something, I want to know. Patience is not a thing I have. Um, I was like, where? Where am I going to I know. That's what he said. And I was like, leaving port. I said, well, you better hurry. And there's like a little shop right when you get, right when you cross over off the boat into the island, go there. He's like, Angie, it's like, we're like getting ready to go. I was like, then go now. You know? So he runs and does it. He comes back. I didn't need a pregnancy test because how she was acting, she was definitely (laughs) pregnant. He comes back, long story short, I'll sum it up. He's like, this is the best I could do. The, The directions are in Spanish. And from what I gather, the plus is yes, minus is no. Or it was basically the same thing. It was thing. the same test. Just everything is in Spanish. Right. So I showered and took it, and it came back positive, and the rest is history because we have Brooke. So for some reason, like, that that memory, I'll never forget. Like, I can't remember when I found out I was pregnant with all the kids, but that one just... Yeah, that was neat. That yeah. one, yeah. Because we weren't in Cosmel. She, right. She's the only one that's been on a cruise, technically. I don't know. Anyway, sorry, that was a way long answer. You're not impressed right now. I've been here. I know this. Well, I mean, I was sharing the story with the people. They didn't know. No, they don't, and they know now. And that's great. I'm sorry if I shared a story. (sighs) Date over. Wow, we're really doing well here. Um, (laughs) 
right, move on. What is the most horrific memory of your life? <laughs> I can't share on air. I can't share. I, I really on it on. I mean, I can't share that. Some of these are like if you're going to fall in love, if you're going to talk about this stuff, you, it's like you, I don't I don't know that, that these are stupid. Right. Because some of these you can't talk to a, a stranger, a first date or right. second date or third date with. I'm trying to think of one horrible memory that I actually could share kind of with a stranger. Um, mm, I don't really know. I mean, obviously, when, when loved ones have on? died, I mean, there's that. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, that's a hor- horrific, like, fortunately, not a lot of them have. The but. time that the frog was on the balcony at Great Wolf Lodge, that was horrific. Yeah, that was fun. I don't like frogs. The time I was in a nun sandwich in New York. That's weird to say. People are probably really confused. <laughs> it's not in a creepy, it's not in a gross kind of way. It, I'm afraid of nuns, and we were staying across the street from a cathedral, and a, a nun was in front of me, and I was in the middle, and there was a nun behind me, and I was in a nun sandwich, and I was freaking out. My hands were sweating. I was shaking, and Jeff and I were in the middle of a nun. We were the meat of a nun sandwich. The nuns were the bread. The nuns are, yeah, the nuns were the bread. Right. At this point, you probably would have said date over. <laughs> I would be like, you're crazy. <laughs> just kidding. I would. Um, I'd just laugh at you. Right. Because you're hot. Thank so you. So we put up with crazy because you're hot. Thank you. You know, beautiful hot women will deal with a little bit of crazy. Just I'm not part, that it's, crazy. It's part of the, the show. I'm not that crazy. If you're to die tomorrow, how will you live today? Today's almost over. I've done the best I could. Okay. Well, I didn't know. Let's say if you're going to die. I don't like talking about if you're going to die. No, move on. I don't like those questions. That's that's horrible. If 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 somebody said, "Hey, bro, you got today to live," you might shut down completely. You may you might freak out. I mean, what are we going to do? I mean, yeah. Do Get you, the kids together. Move let's on. Hang out. Yeah, I don't like this question. Let's watch the Simpsons I'm playing, Simpson Marathon. I'm playing footsie with you underneath the yeah, table. Yeah, you are. I like it. Is that acceptable? We're role-playing. Yeah, we're dating right now. We can do stuff like that. Um, let's see here. What is the importance of love and affection in your life? Is that kind of a stupid question? I mean, a little bit. But you know what? Sometimes I feel like obviously love's important for everybody, but affection is something different. There's certain people I feel like that need to have a bunch of affection in their life to thrive. And other people like it, but it's not like they're not offended if you don't get it every it's a bonus. like yeah. Some people needs to be overly affectionate, like over the top affectionate, and other people love it and need it and want it, but it does if you don't like if, if you weren't affectionate with me today, I'm not going to be like he wasn't affectionate with me today. Now if days and days going on, I, I might catch it and be like wow, he's really not really showed me that much affection lately. Right. But some people need it on the reg. Right. I feel like I'm an affectionate person, but I'm not overly affectionate. No, you're not. And I don't need over-affection. I think over-affection would, would dull things. I think it would, I think it would, and it would set you up for a lot of, like, pressure. It put a lot of pressure in your relationship. Yeah. Because I think if, like, with affection, like, I love when you give me affection. I mean, I love it. I love I think the reason I love it is because you're not super affectionate. So when you give me affection, it makes me feel really special. Well, that's the same with you. I mean, you're not overly affectionate no, either. No, not. We're but very compatible. But I don't way. require that. If you, you went not. days and weeks without it, I would miss it. I'd be like, there's something Which up. Which I have. Well, I mean, we all have. We all get in a funk. 
you get busy at work, you get overstressed, you you don't feel good, you just get your you just lose your mojo and you're just like barely surviving. That right. was me last week. I was out of it. You know? Yeah. So it happens. And you weren't given affection. Thanks a lot. Just kidding. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't even given affection to myself. You weren't given affection to anything or anybody. You were you were hurting. Yeah. Pretty bad. Um, but yeah, I agree with that statement. Uh, the next one is, are you close to your mother? Hmm. Yes. Same. I mean, I am. Yeah. I, I, I'm close to my mom. I think it's all relative. I think, again... What's close mean? What's close mean? I, I, I think I have been closer in the past with my mom. Um, when the kids were little, I feel like I was closer because I feel like I maybe depended on her more. And now the older I get, I still depend on her. I still want her attention. I still want her approval, even though that I know in life right now, I, I guess I'm doing things that she doesn't approve of. Um, I've You're heard such a bad person. I've heard through the grapevine that I'm, and I've seen through some Facebook posts that maybe I'm upsetting her. But you know what? I'm still close to her. I still love her. I still obviously, but um, I'm 44, so I think the older I get and the more I become me, and it's not exactly what she thinks I should be. Maybe that's separating us a little bit. When I walked the line and what, what she thought that I was supposed to be like, and I was doing that, even though I was uncomfortable with everything because I wasn't sure who I really was, I was doing everything that she thought I should be doing, so we were a lot closer, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, I used to talk to her every day on the phone, and I just don't do that now because I'm just, I'm just stepping back because I don't, I'm not doing exactly the what... Yeah. I'm supposed to be doing in her eyes, I suppose. Right. But anyway, I didn't mean to get that deep. That'll walk correct itself because at the end of the day, I you guys love each other and you're close. And if she's listening, I hope you understand that. And if not, then I don't really know what to tell you. Well, you need to just be you. And, and oh, I am being. Every, listen, loves you like you and you. I have talked in 2020, and and you know I'm 44, and you're four, you're going to be 45 That's, here yes, soon. Yes, I am. Um, <laughs> I don't care what people think. Right. Like I mean, I do. I'm not going to try to hurt people, but like no, 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 I'm no. me. I am Angie. I like what I like. I do what I do. I I am raising great kids. I have a great job. I have a great clientele. I show up. I do my thing. And if you don't like me, bye. Well, and, and if you, you don't like you, it, you can't. Li- you you've you've you're you're a, you're a, you're a good person. You're a great person. You're a moral person. And just because. Some people feel like their morals are the morals for everybody, or their way of thinking or believing is the way for everybody. Instead of just, you just, you just let people be who they I mean, are and fine. love them. Right? They if if it's a you know what it's a problem for people when they ha- they can't be comfortable or they can't feel comfortable unless their kid acts a certain way. Right. Well, it's it, not not that's not on me. However, Maddie acts right now. She's eighteen. She's at college. You know she's what? 19, by the way, but I'm... Just... 19, she's at college, and I'm proud of her. She's doing great. I, I know she's partying. Yeah. I know she's having a good time. Right. I don't think she's a bad kid. No. I don't. I know she's not a bad kid. I know she's a good person. I know her heart. And the, and the funny thing you say about that, it's like, I I was raised to think, like I just said, I, I'm, I feel like I was raised to that. You're supposed to think just how I think and believe just how I believe. I was like that up until recent with my kids. And I've shared this story before. I'm not going to go into grave detail with it. But, like, I always thought 
my kids are going to think exactly how I think because this is how I raised them. So when Maddie came to me and told me that she was pro-choice and I'm 100% pro-life, I didn't take it well at first. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. This house is pro-life, period. But no, I can't do that. No, you can't. She has a right to, to, to think how she wants to think. And if she wants to be pro-choice, that is her right mm-hmm. and her privilege. And she can't. I think she's wrong. And, and I'll fight with her. And we'll agree to disagree. I think she's... I think she's 100% wrong. And anybody who, I, that's just me. But you're not going to treat her But different. I'm not going to treat her yeah. different. I'm I mean, not going to try to force my views on her because guess what? She could think I'm just as wrong as she is. She does. She does. Right. I don't see it. And I she can't might understand not it. Forever, Would you though. quit with that bracelet? Why don't you kiss it? Anyway, but my point is if they they can they can believe I get so what they want. You start talking about pro life, pro choice, <laughs> it makes me nervous. Well, because that's the one thing in life that I'm very passionate about. Right. Like I am very open minded. I'm very accepting. I'm non judgmental at all. And I don't judge anybody who's pro choice. I love you. Right. But you're not right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just. It's saying. not about being right or no, wrong. No, it's not. It's 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 it's, it's, a, it's a conviction. It's, it's a how conviction, you feel. and it's I'm not very about highly you're right or wrong. I, I have a big, huge conviction for it. Not because I've ever experienced it or had to go through it or anything like that. I've never been presented with an issue. We can debate however long you want, but I'm just saying. My point is. Sometimes your kids aren't going to believe right in line with what you believe. But if they're doing what they're supposed to do, they're showing up, they're responsible. Well, she's an adult now. What are you going to do? Anyway. Well, I think, I think that's, but that's the line for some people. If we're going to get into it, that's the line. You were, we're different because old school thinking is she's not showing up to know what she's supposed to do. She's supposed to be a good Christian girl that doesn't drink, Mm -hmm. that she doesn't party she doesn't curse like that's so now those which those to me are subjective very subjective those aren't those aren't character flaws absolutely just because you have a drink or just because you go to a party with her friends who are good people yeah that doesn't mean you're a bad person it doesn't mean you're not a christian right that's not what that means right if you're responsible in it and even if you're not responsible in it sometimes that doesn't mean anything. Right. It doesn't mean you're a bad person because if it does, we're all screwed. Oh, yeah. But you know what's just equivalent to any of that? Actually worse, because those things to me are bad, is to judge. Oh, yeah. Or to think your answer is the only answer. Or being holier than thou. I hate that. That that some pastor or somebody has told you that's the way it goes. Yeah. When that's crazy to me. Right. I mean, when when you're sitting over there and you might not cuss... You might not have a drink. You might not have fun on TikTok. But you're going to sit around with your friends and talk on the phone, your church friends, about everybody who's doing that. I'm sorry. Well, it's just to make I'm sorry. yourself feel better. I'm sorry. I just think that's wrong. And I, I just don't agree with that at all. Yeah. Are we, are we going to be gossiping Nellies over here? How is that right? How is judging me or looking down on me or subbing me out, how is that okay? That's not love. Well, it's That's not, not love. It's, it's not what you say you are. But anyway, I, whatever. I'm getting all in my bag now. What about you and your mom? Are you closer now or like when you were younger? When I was younger. You feel like that? Definitely. Yeah. We're very tight. Well, is it, because, is it because you lived in the same house? Yeah, I guys, was there. Dudes leave and then yeah, they disconnect. That's kind of what I was thinking. Maybe. I'm not all guys, though. Not all guys. I don't but think so. All I think guys. Most. It, they always say that, 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 that you know, have, if you have daughters, you're always going to have 
the grandkids and the people around because they generally stay close to their family. Yeah. Um, and because the dudes just don't care. It's not yeah. that they don't care, but they're not, and it's no offense, but they would rather just everybody be happy and yeah. we'll see you when you see you. Yeah. And that's how I am. I'll see you when I see you, but that doesn't mean I love them any less. Right. Doesn't mean I'll, I don't want to be close to my mom, but I'm just not. I don't think it's always dudes because, like, Maddie's that way. Like, she went to college, and, I mean, we talk She's a couple times. She's just like me. Should we talk a couple times a week? And guess what? I don't I don't fault her for that. I don't say, you never call me. You never text me. I call and check on her. She responds. You know, we speak every... And But I don't think Brooke will be that way. I think that it depends on the person. I think Brooke is going to need me to be there every single day. I need me to text her every day, or she'll text me every day, but that's just because they're different kids. They're different personalities. Yeah. I don't take to heart that Maddie doesn't text me. She's busy. She's trying to juggle work and grades and having fun with her friends. You know what I mean? It's like, it's it's fine. But anyway, sorry. How many more questions are left? One. Shoot. For this set. It's kind of, I don't know. What are familial bonds with you? Familial? What's familial bonds with you. Do you think... You had a far happier childhood than most people? Ooh. My answer to that is yes. I think you... I mean, I... I, can I feel like... And I'm not bragging. I'm appreciative. I'm grateful. I think I had a freaking insanely great childhood. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't... I, I'm not saying it's perfect. Mm-hmm. But I think I was given... A great childhood. Uh. I, and I loved it. I I I could agree because I've known you since we were fifteen, so I've known you for right. a long time, and I think that I think that that's true. I think you had a, a an above average childhood. I think I had an average childhood. There was some really bad years, but there was amazing years, and the amazing years over over shadowed the- overshadow the the bad years. Do I? Think about the bad years and re- yeah, I mean, I did the other night. I broke down you did, over you broke some down, of the bad times. Right. You know what I mean? Horrible, and that'll happen. Horrible, horrible. Maybe it's because you know, I came from a great like different thing, but for me, I see it and I'm like, this is. It's amazing that you are in the in the in the stable and strong state that you are. But I think it's because of those bad years that I am. I think that if I didn't have that, I wouldn't be as strong and resilient as I am. I mean, I'm definitely weak. I had a very weak week last week. That's Man, a that's lot of weeks. a lot of weeks. <laughs> but I'm just saying that's where resilience comes in because you're going to have bad weeks. You're going to have bad months. You're going to have bad times, but are you going to bounce back from those? Amen. Are you going to bounce back and step up to the plate and do what you're supposed to do and fix everything and right. be even better from it and learn from it and not go backwards from it? Right. And I think that's what resilience is. And I think that I have been blessed with that because of some of the things I had to go through in the past. And I don't get it twisted. I'm not sitting over here saying, oh, my past is so bad. Because people that I know have had it way worse. You didn't say that. You actually said that way the good worse. outweighs But the good the does definitely far. outweigh the, fa- the... Yeah. So, anyway, there's that. But, anyway. As an adult, now I realize, like, maybe, maybe when I was older, teenager... Or coming out, I didn't know my life was so great. Looking back, I know that it was a great childhood. Yeah. And the bads, the things that I thought were bad, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were nothing. Well, as a teenager, you don't know because you really only know what's under your roof and like maybe what your closest friends are going to. Right. Until you get out in the world, maybe college and the workforce, and you see you get exposed to so many different things and 
see so many different people in so many different situations and you look back and you're like, wow, I thought I had it bad because I couldn't, you know, do X, Y, and Z or because my mom and dad fought some or because I had to move when I was in high school and they moved me away from my friends. And like, you know, you look back and think that's really not that bad because look what they're having to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. So, whoo, that got deep. Deep. I'll date you again. Yes. I will, I will agree to a second date with you if you want to go with me. I will. You know what? I'll have my I just people, asked you I'll out. I'll have my people call your people. I, I am my people. Okay. Well, I got to get with my people. Okay. Have them call me because I just asked you out. I, I'm, a, right. I'm a lady of this generation and I'm not afraid to ask a guy out. Then definitely. I'll just do it because if you're not afraid, yeah, you're a lady of this generation. You I are want, wearing want, a robe in a closet. I definitely want to date you again. I'm a straight pimp, yeah. <laughs> you want some of this. <laughs> Trust me. Can we stop role-playing now, please? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't role-playing. <laughs> oh, my god! All right, gosh. we're done. Okay, bye.